Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I am your host, and today we are in episode 71.1, and uh, this is Exodus chapter 33. So welcome, and thank you for being here once again. Uh, Today is Friday, uh, a little different for us because uh, Jeremiah and I pre-recorded for yesterday because he went on vacation. So I'm taking over the reins for today. Uh, So it's a little different, but go with the flow like you always do. Uh, I know there was a couple of glitches, so some of the episodes didn't get uploaded correctly, but everything's up. You have to look at the number of which episodes, so you're listening to it or watching it in order. So uh, today is uh, Family and Friends Friday, and uh, I will give you that daily Bible verse. It's already posted uh, on our Facebook page and Instagram, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, open us up in prayer like we always do. And then uh, we'll start, uh, we'll dive right into our uh, chapter. So let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, we are so thankful and so grateful for uh, who you are and what you do for us. Um, You are deserving of of our praise and our worship. And uh, we're just in awe of you. And so, Lord, I just uh, lift you up and uh, lift up this Bible study to you. I I pray that you are going to bless it and grow it and get it to the far corners of the earth to whoever needs to hear what it is that uh, we're we're sending out. Um, I believe that this is something you want us to do, me and Jeremiah, and we're going to continue doing it until we hear otherwise. So, Lord, I just pray that you will grow this ministry uh, to whatever it is that you want us to do. But I know, even if it's just for one person, uh, we know that it was done for your kingdom. We know that. So, uh, just guide and direct us in all that you want us to do. I pray over Jeremiah and his family, his wife, uh, as they uh, are traveling. Give them safe travels and uh, have them uh, enjoy the time that they are Uh, being able to just get to rest for a couple of days, Lord, and bring them back safely. I pray over all those who are out there listening uh, or watching. um, Just bless them, Lord, in whatever their needs are uh, or whatever their prayers are for whatever it is that they need. You know what it is. I don't, but you do. And most of all, Lord, we are thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus, and his sacrifice on the cross. we don't deserve it. Never have, never will. We can't ever do anything that will ever be able to repay what he did for us. And we're just grateful that we get the gift of salvation because of what he did for us. So thank you for Jesus. Uh, Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. Anoint it. Uh, we ask you to be here and, and, um, and present yourself to us. Let us know what it is that you want us to learn from this, uh, from this time and, and, uh, Educate us, because we want to get to know you better and better. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so today, like I said, is Family and Friends Friday, and uh, I've already posted up uh, our uh, little picture that we've been doing. 
but it is uh, from Psalm. I think yesterday was from Psalm 2. No, no, two days ago, I think was from Psalm. But anyway, uh, so look at how good and pleasing it is when families live together as one. And that is Psalm 133, verse 1. So, uh, and it is true. He wants us to... Um, he wants us to live together in harmony with our families. And so I've got that off of my phone. <laughs> so I'm going to put that away. Hopefully nobody calls today uh, in the middle of it. But he wants us to live with our families. It is pleasing to him to be uh, one family, uh, whatever that may look like. Uh, so we don't know what that means. But uh, I know that he loves family and he loves us all getting along, especially when we are in his will. Uh, so we are now going to uh, read our chapter, which is chapter 33 in Exodus, <clears throat> episode 71.1. But before, I'm going to take a real quick sip here. So no, thank you. Okay. The Lord said to Moses, get going, you and the people you brought up from the land of Egypt. Go up to the land I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I told them, I will give this land to your descendants, and I will send an angel before you to drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. <clears throat> Go up to this land that flows with milk and honey. And, I'm sorry, but I will not travel among you, for you are a stubborn and rebellious people. If I did, I would surely destroy you along the way. When the people heard these stern words, they went into mourning and stopped wearing their jewelry and fine clothes. For the Lord had told Moses to tell them, You are a stubborn and rebellious people. If I were to travel with you for even a moment, I would destroy you. Remove your jewelry and fine clothes before I decide what to do with you. So from the time they left Mount Sinai, the Israelites wore no more jewelry or fine clothes. It was Moses' practice to take the tent of meeting and set it up some distance from the camp. Everyone who wanted to make a request of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting, all the people would get up and stand in the entrances of their own tents. They would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and hover at its entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. When the people saw the clouds standing at the entrance of the tent, they would stand and bow down in front of their own tents. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face, as one speaks to a friend. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. <clears throat> Moses sees the Lord's glory. One day Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, Take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me, I know you by name, and I look favorably on you. If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation is your, own, your very own people. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses said, If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me 
on me and on your people if you don't go with us. For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. The Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for I look favorably on you, and I know you by name. Moses responded, Then show me your glorious presence. <clears throat> the Lord replied, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will call out my name, Yahweh, before you, for I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. But you may not look directly at my face, for no one may see me and live. The Lord continued, Look, stand near me on this rock. As my glorious presence passes by, I will hide you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and let you see me from behind, but my face will not be seen. Well, that's a famous uh, verse, the hiding in the cleft of the rock. <clears throat> so uh, I highlighted a few things. Um, in uh, verse 3, uh, I will not travel among you, for you are a stubborn and rebellious people. If I did, I would surely destroy you along the way. That's because, you, you know, he gets so frustrated and uh, upset with them. When the people heard these stern words in four, they went into mourning and stopped wearing jewelry and fine clothes. For the Lord told Moses to tell them, you are a stubborn and rebellious people. If I went to travel with you for even a moment, I would destroy you. Uh, remove your jewelry and fine clothes while I decide what to do with you. So from the time they left Mount Sinai, the Israelites wore no more jewelry or fine clothes. <clears throat> and then... Uh, I guess Moses sets up a tent so that the Israelites could make their requests. And um, it kind of likened it to me, like going to, uh, if anybody knows anything about the Catholic Church, uh, they have confessionals inside the churches and the priest is on one side and the person confessing their sin and he's like the go-between. And that's what this kind of reminds me of, is he's like the go-between. Uh, we don't have a go-between anymore because we have Jesus. And Jesus is, you know, we go directly right to God because of Jesus. We don't need that in-between person anymore. But uh, I did highlight in 11, inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Isn't that like just so wonderful that you get to talk to God face to face? You know, I think that that's what we're striving for as we read and learn and get to know him better. Uh, that's what I strive for is to, you know, to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with him. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. <clears throat> Doesn't say why, but he just does. Then I popped down to 14. Uh, the Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. So I guess Moses is kind of questioning, you know, don't make us leave if you're not going to be with us. You know, if you're not going to be, our, you know, standing by us because, he, you know, all these groups, the Hittites, the Amorites, he, he wants them to know that God is standing by the Israelites and not by them. Uh, so then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on my, on me on, and your people, 
if you don't go with us. For your presence among us sets us, your people, and me apart from all other people on earth. You know, he's making, he wants God to be in the presence because he wants to make sure everybody knows that they are the chosen people. Then the Lord replies to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for I look favorably on you, and I know you by name. And then, of course, Moses wants to see his glory, so then show me your glorious presence. And God says, the Lord says, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will call out my name, Yahweh. And if you go down to 19, that little asterisk, it says, Yahweh is a transliteration of the proper name, Yahweh, that is sometimes rendered Jehovah. In this translation, it is usually rendered the Lord. Uh, so, I will call out my name, Yahweh, the Lord, before you, for I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. But you may not look directly at my face, for no one uh, may see me and live. Uh, the Lord continued, looks uh, stand near stand near me on this rock as my glorious presence passes by I will hold you in the crevice or the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand that's how big God is he can cover a whole man with his hand and cover you with my hand until I have passed by then I will remove my hand and let you see my see me from behind but my face will not be seen so you can't see his face or he'll die uh, always good stuff. What I'm getting from this, uh, you know, I always think of a takeaway. Um, but it's it's becoming friends, you know, be to be able to speak face to face with God uh, as a friend. You know, that's I think that's the goal is to be friends and to to get to know Him and Him to know us. Well, He already knows us, but all right. Well, that's it for today. Uh, as always, good stuff. Uh, and, uh, but I will not end this podcast without, uh, giving you the opportunity to, uh, make Jesus Lord of your life <clears throat> so that you can have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with him. So, uh, I will lead you in the, um, prayer of salvation. If you feel like God is calling you, then I say, say the prayer, give your life to Jesus. Uh, don't hesitate. So, uh, I will lead you. And if you're a believer, go ahead and say it again if you want. Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying it over and over again. I say it every day, five days a week. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift and sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It is his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the family, the adopted family of Jesus Christ. You are now a brother or sister in Christ. Go live your life for Jesus. Uh, we uh, always recommend that you get to a church or a pastor, somebody who can help you with the next step in your new life. It's a celebration. Mark it in your Bible that today is the day that you receive Christ into your heart. Uh, mark it in your phone uh, calendar or on a paper calendar uh, and uh, get to a church, uh, join a ministry, uh, become part of the uh, 
volunteer groups. It, so many, so many things that you can possibly do in order to further the kingdom. So we always say, get living for Jesus. Don't stand by and watch. That's it for today. Uh, I pray that you have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy it. I don't know what time of day today is that you're getting to listen to it or what day it is. could be morning, noon, or night. I have no idea, but I'm just glad you're able to join me. So God bless you. Have a great day, and I will see you on Monday.